Welcome to the PhD Podcast. I'm Rhett. PhD, the path to happy destinations. Or maybe it should be path to happy destiny. The title of the podcast is Just Like My Life, a work in progress. This podcast is about how I'm living a life of unconditional sobriety. What does that mean? There are no conditions I will ever use alcohol or drugs again. People in addiction don't have to be alone. There's a whole community that are willing to help and support you find recovery. Who am I? I'm not a doctor, psychologist, or healthcare professional. I'm just a guy who now lives in recovery. Hopefully we can break down the stigma associated with addiction and mental health. I hope you enjoy this episode of the PhD Podcast. Welcome. Today, my guest on PhD Podcast is me. I'm Rhett, and this is the pilot. PhD. This is your path to happy destinations. Now, why did I pick that name? That's a good question. You know, I wasn't happy for a really, really long time. And then I found recovery. And it took some time. And, you know, over the past six months or so, I've been really enjoying my life and understanding how to enjoy my life. Um, a lot of that enjoyment started with uh, climbing mountains, going for hikes, I live in the uh, foothills of the Canadian Rockies, so we're really close to um, a lot of beautiful places to go hiking. So lately I've been climbing mountains and taking photos, you know, and how did I get here? Like, what, what am I doing? Like, the podcast, like, where did that come from? You know, um, a little while ago, my work was like, hey, we're going to do a podcast and we want you to you know, run it and host it. And so, you know, I started doing some research and find out what equipment I needed. And this is me trying to sort it all out so that I can do a professional podcast for my work. And I work at a treatment center in uh, Calgary, Alberta. And um, so part of that work is uh, sorting out how to run a podcast and how to produce a podcast. So here I am. That's what I'm doing. Then who am I? I'm just a guy that used to drink too much and do too many drugs. It wasn't really a problem till it became a big problem. And then it was a real problem. And, you know, I guess my drug of choice was alcohol for the most part. You know, it had other substances mix in there along the way. But, um, you know, it was tough. It wasn't a happy life. It wasn't a life that... Um, sometimes wasn't worth living. And so I had to find a solution to my problems. And luckily enough, I was working with a fellow that uh, was in a 12-step program. And he was happy enough to take me to my first meeting. And from there, I never had another drink. I haven't done another drug since. And I've had uh, to come to terms with Unconditional sobriety. Now, what is unconditional sobriety? There are no conditions I will take another drink. You know, recovery is not an easy place to live. Um, Some days it's tough. Some days it's beautiful. But, um, you know, bad things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. Celebrations are going to happen. Holidays are going to happen. And there's no condition I will take a drink. 
good, bad, or ugly. I'm just going to live in sobriety. And that's what I've chosen to do. And I've been doing it for the past two years, just over two years now. I was happy to take a two-year chip and um, have a little celebration around that just recently. And uh, I'm just full of gratitude that I've found recovery because my life is completely different from where it was two years ago. And for that, I'm super grateful to have found that recovery. You know, but what am I doing here? You know, like, how did this all start? You know, I was on TikTok, started a little TikTok account uh, to see what was going on there because I do some social media for my work and I noticed a drop off on Facebook, drop off on Instagram. And I was like, wonder where all these people are. And uh, I posted a couple things on TikTok and all of a sudden I'm on TikTok and, uh, you know, then I'm going live and people are like, well, you should have a podcast. And so, you know, I'm just doing that thing here now. So bear with me while I work it all out and uh, understand what I'm doing and try to find my voice. You know, I'm going to not do solitary podcasts by myself. Um, Hopefully not very often. Um, This is really uncomfortable for me. Uh, It's uh, something that I never thought I'd be doing is sitting in a room by myself, talking to myself about myself. And uh, so it's super uncomfortable, but uh, bear with me while I try to sort it all out and work it all out. You know, the 12-step community is a beautiful place, and um, we like to use pronouns like alcoholic or addict. Um it doesn't really matter how you identify yourself, uh, if you're in recovery or not in recovery, if you have a problem with substances, if you have a substance use disorder, um, if you've landed here and you want to know more, you want to find out more about addiction, about recovery, about how people enjoy their lives in recovery, how I like to get high now. I, uh, use that term every once in a while because, uh, when I climb mountains, we go, we go as high as we can. And, um, you know, some days you get really high and some days you just walk along a stream and, you know, so sometimes I like to say, I like to get high and this is how I do it by climbing mountains and taking photos, you know, but, um, maybe you're just sober curious. And I think I really like that, um, analogy or that term, you know, sober curious, what is that? Um, you know, maybe it's drugs and alcohol don't rule your life, but you don't, you know, that they're, um, not good for you. You know, the substances or, um, the alcohol you're drinking isn't a good thing for you. And you're just curious to what it's like to live in a sober in sobriety. And that's, uh, you know, a great place to start, you know, and, um, Maybe you don't fit into a 12-step program and uh, you just wanted to find some content that uh, you can listen to to see what people are doing out there to change their lives and, you know, work on their mental health. I think addiction and mental health is um, one and the same. And uh, I really like uh, the idea that all I do every day is work on my mental health 
and I do that by going to 12-step groups, uh, going to see a therapist and uh, psychologist. I've got a whole team behind me of healthcare professionals, people that live in recovery. I've got a sponsor. You know, I've got a whole group of people that uh, care for me. You know, I don't think I really fit in anywhere um, before I found recovery. I uh, did a sport growing up and I really didn't fit in there. I worked and I had a business and, you know, I really didn't fit in there. And, you know, I walked into the rooms and uh, of uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and um, I finally found people that understood how I felt. And so it was comforting. And with that comfort came some sobriety. And with the sobriety came some clarity. And now I just want to share it, you know. I just want to share what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And, you know, I want to find out what other people are doing. And so that's the goal of putting all this out there, you know. You know, there's lots of negative effects of using substances. You know, it affects all the people around you. And, you know, when I was using an inactive addiction, I didn't understand how I was affecting the people around me. And, um, you know, it's a tough thing to talk about. Um, really tough. Because, you know, the people that I affected, I hurt. And uh, now that I don't drink or use, I can't hide from that hurt. So you got to face it and you got to find a way to face that. And this is a part of the process, I guess, is uh, sharing it with others and uh, taking the message out to other people. And, you know, since I work in recovery, it's kind of what I do and I do some marketing around the recovery and treatment center I work for. So um, this is how I'm doing it. You know, I know I encountered some barriers to enter recovery. Maybe I'll share a quick story on that, you know. Um, like many others, I uh, burned down everything pretty good and uh, I wasn't working and I didn't have enough money for rent. I didn't have enough money to go to treatment, that's for sure. Um, I was just scraping by and trying to figure it all out, trying to get sober, going to as many meetings as I could. And uh, I just needed more, so it was suggested to me that I call a treatment center and I, uh, I did that and uh, I went to a day program so it wasn't inpatient it was an outpatient program and uh, you know I went every day but um, it was a three-week program and uh, I didn't have enough money for the rent and I didn't have enough money to pay for the program and uh, I made too much money the year before to qualify for certain other programs, but um, someone suggested me I go talk to, um, I guess it would be a social worker. And, uh, you know, she, I went in there and she asked me for some banking information and some account balances and, you know, how much money I made last year. And she was like, well, technically you have a tough time fitting into any of the programs, but how about you go pay for the treatment and then you'll have enough money out of your bank account to qualify for a rent subsidy. And, you know, without her help and finding a solution, um, 
to help me stay in that treatment program. I don't know if I would have made it. I don't know if I would have been able to stick around. I don't know if uh, I'd still be sober. So I have like a ton of gratitude for all that help that she gave me. You know, it's like, it's pretty emotional because, you know, like without her help and she doesn't even know, like, I mean, I should really reach out to her and, you know, send her a thank you card and say, I'm still sober. You know, she wanted to know I was in the treatment center. I know she called the treatment center to verify that I was actually there and participating and doing the work I was doing. Um, but uh, she doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know that she affected my life in such a positive manner. She was just doing her job. And, uh, but she was, she went the extra mile, you know, and that really afforded me a chance to find recovery. And it's really interesting because I shared that story with um, someone from the government and, you know, we had uh, a new government in Alberta here at the provincial level. And uh, I shared that story with someone and he's like, so there's more people probably just like you out there that uh, can't afford to be here, don't qualify for the subsidies to get into treatment. And uh, maybe we should fix that. And the the government uh, now has uh, funded all treatment inpatient treatment beds, and hopefully they'll be funding the outpatient programs shortly. And you know, so it's hopefully by sharing a little bit of my story about my challenges, and you know, not having enough cash to pay for treatment and pay for my rent and pay for food. You know, hopefully that will uh, change things for everybody else. And I guess that's a part of what I'm doing here is, you know, sharing that message of what happened to me and um, how I found recovery and how people helped me along the way because I couldn't do it on my own. I was um, very alone, very sad, very scared. And uh, somehow... um, I found a way and I couldn't have orchestrated it the way it happened. You know, some, something greater than me was helping me along the way. You know, there's no way I could have put all that together to, uh, find recovery. Um, you know, someone is looking out for me and it's not me. And, uh, you know, and that's part of the experience of finding recovery is finding some spirituality, finding what, uh, is taking care of you. And uh, for me, I found a higher power. And, you know, through the, a 12-step group, uh, you know, pointing it out that I wasn't the director, I wasn't the, you know, conducting the orchestra. It was just uh, happening. And the more I let it happen, things just keep happening. And that's, uh, you know, what I'm doing here, I guess, you know. Um, I guess uh, the other thing I'd like to, kind of address in this podcast is how do we break down the stigma associated with mental health and addiction? How do we, you know, stop judging others for having an issue? You know, so many people go, well, it's uh, your problem that you drink and drug too much. It's a choice. You know, um, It was a choice at first. It was a choice that I made to drink. 
and it was a choice that I made to try drugs. And um, then one day, I lost my choice. And I couldn't stop. And, you know, like I'd, I tried, you know, let me just go out and have one or two drinks, just like everybody else, and then leave. Well, maybe I had one or two drinks and I left, but then I'd go home and have a bottle. I'd go home and have an eight ball. And um, I couldn't stop. And sometimes not stopping affected everybody around me. You know, I wouldn't show up to things. I'd show up unwell, unhealthy, too tired, hungover, still drunk, still high. And um, sometimes I didn't even know. I had no idea that I was that unwell, unhealthy, unfit. And um, it takes some time in recovery to be able to look back and see some of those behaviors and some things that were happening. And uh, it's hard to look at. It's not an easy place to look back and go, man, I was a fucking mess. And um, yeah, it's a tough thing. But I'm glad I can do it now with a clear mind and uh, see all those effects and how it affected people around me. And no, I don't have to do that anymore. There is a solution to my problems. And the solution isn't drinking or drugging, you know. And um, I'm an addict, you know. I'm an addict. I I can get addicted to a lot of things. But, um, you know, being addicted to hiking, not so bad. It's not affecting anybody else negatively, you know. I get to go climb some mountains take some beautiful photos, reconnect with friends, you know. Um, over the past year, I've been starting to reconnect with people from my past. And uh, it's beautiful. It's emotional. You know, like, uh, I have people in my life that actually fucking care about me. And it's, uh, you know, it's super emotional for me because... I didn't have those connections when I was drinking and drugging because I couldn't have them. I couldn't be emotionally available for anybody. I wasn't emotionally available for myself, you know. And so I can go with friends, new friends, old friends, you know, and reconnecting with people that uh, I wasn't great with or great to um, when I was drinking. And... uh having time to make amends and reconnect. It's beautiful, right? You know, it's a beautiful place to be. And uh, we get to do it in the Canadian Rockies. So hiking in the Canadian Rockies is just spectacular. And uh, if you follow along with my story, you'll see some videos and some pictures along the way of uh, hiking with friends and old friends and new friends. And, uh, it's such a beautiful thing for me. And that's, maybe that's an addiction. Maybe it, you know, I'm addicted to it. 
but it's not affecting anybody else negatively. And so I think that's all right. And, you know, getting high for me today is going to climb a mountain. I'm okay with that. Um, I just cannot return to a life of addiction that affects people negatively and affects me negatively. You know, I drink coffee now, a lot of coffee. I don't know if you can hear this, but um, drinking some coffee now. And, you know, it's a part of my day. I wake up, have a coffee or two. And, uh, you know, instead of waking up and drinking and drugging, I can have a coffee. And then I get on with my day and be productive. And becoming a productive member of society is, you know, the goal. You know, contributing back to a community that I took so much from. And um, how do I give back now? And maybe this is a part of the process of understanding how to give back and uh, what I can do to give back. And building this podcast and talking with others, you know, sponsoring people in the program, sharing my story with other people, sharing my story with people that aren't in the program. I have lots of friends that aren't in the program that want to hear about it. And I think that understanding and level of honesty with them will break down the stigma of addiction, you know, because we're all in this together. Everybody's affected by addiction one way or another. I don't know if I've talked to anybody in rec- since I've been in recovery that hasn't been affected by addiction in some sort of fashion, you know, like, um, if, uh, like my friend, when we're hiking, he's like, you know, I don't have a problem with drugs and alcohol, but my dad did. And it affected me this way. And this is what happened. And he told me about his story and how it affected him in his childhood and growing up all the way to his father's death. And, uh, you know, it was, it was good that he shared it with me. I was happy that he felt comfortable telling me about that. And, uh, I'm just happy that I'm aware and in a space that I can take that and listen and, uh, try to make him or not make him help him understand that uh, maybe that wasn't his dad's choice. It was um, an addiction, a mental health condition, a substance use disorder that uh, he was battling. And uh, I don't know if that helped, but, you know, I think uh, a level of understanding about everybody that's um, using, drinking, having a mental health issue, you know, so... Yeah, anyway, maybe that's enough of me rambling on. The, you know, I just want to put this out there, see what happens, see if anybody listens. You know, I've just got so much gratitude for where my life has taken me today. You know, it's not perfect, but it's pretty beautiful. And uh, I just want to share that with everybody and uh, hopefully have some guests on that uh, you want to listen to. And if you have any suggestions, you know, drop me a note. Um, I have my website's brand new website up, planetret.com. 
I've got the social media links on there. If you want to drop me a note, send me an email. Let me know what you think. Let me know what I can do better. Let me know what you want to hear. And uh, hopefully it all works out. One way or another, it's going to work out. And uh, I'm just super happy that uh, you've taken time out of your day to join me. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the PhD podcast. It doesn't matter how you got here or why you got here. I have so much gratitude that you've taken some time off your planet to spend some time on mine. Subscribe, follow along at planetret.com. Reach out and join this community. PhD, if you have a problem with drugs or alcohol, get sober and stay sober. It's worth it.